economic, policy, and social issues? If so, this podcast is for you. My name is Shada Tamari, and I am an economics professor at the University of Wisconsin La Crosse and the host of the Econ Lens podcast. In this podcast, I'll summarize academic research on social issues. If you're looking for binary answers, you'll not find them here. If instead you're looking to question your presumptions and challenge your mindset, then you're at the right place. Let's start. Arguably, and Greg more employable than Lakeisha and Jamal, a field experiment on labor market discrimination. So today we want to summarize a paper by two economists from, at the time, UChicago and MIT. They wanted to understand whether your race affects your labor market opportunities. The method they used to find an answer to that question was a randomized experiment. Now, randomized experiments are like the golden method to find causality, to figure out whether something causes something else. In randomized experiments, the researchers randomly assign people to get some sort of intervention or treatment of interest. So for example, um, get vaccine or not get vaccine. And then they measure the outcome of those who got the treatment, who were vaccinated, with the outcome of those who didn't get the treatment. In this case, in this example, didn't get vaccinated. The idea is that if you assign large number of people to each of these groups of treated and untreated randomly, then the two groups will be comparable in all possible ways. You will have an apple to apple comparison. And the only difference between the two groups is that one received an intervention, such as received the vaccine and the other one did not. So any difference in their outcomes, say mortality rate later on, has to do with the intervention they received, has to do with receiving the vaccine. Now, in this case, the treatment or intervention of interest was to change race randomly. Obviously, you can't change people's race randomly, but you could change the perception of race randomly. And that is exactly what they did. They focused on two cities, Boston and Chicago, and they decided to manipulate perception of race by creating fake resumes that were similar in all possible ways. So. They had the same years of experience and quality of education and internships and anything that you can think of that matters for your job market opportunities. But then randomly assigned some of those resumes to have white sounding names and others to have African-American sounding names. Now, how did they figure out what names are African-American sounding and what names are white sounding? Well, they calculated name they calculated name frequency data from birth certificates of all babies that were born in Massachusetts between 1974 and 1979. Then they looked to see that the names that were distinctly African-American or white. All Leroy are chosen mostly by African-Americans and perceived to be African-American names, whereas Brett, Nail, Brad, Greg, Todd are white sounding names according to their frequency analysis. Now, how do they create a bank of fake resumes? Well, they created templates from real resumes that belong to actual job seekers and then modified them to make them distinct. They focused on the two cities, as we discussed before, Boston and Chicago, in four occupations, sales, administrative support, and clerical services, and customer service. They surveyed all jobs in these occupations that were advertised in Sunday edition of Boston Globe or Chicago Tribune between 2001 and 2002. And they eliminated any job ad where the candidate had to call or appear in person. Most jobs didn't ask 
for that anyhow, and most jobs just ask for a resume to be mailed or faxed. Once they have the pool of resumes and have the pool of job ads, they pick pairs of resumes that were similar in all ways. So the applicants uh, were in the same city, had the same set, quality resume, and so on. And then randomly assigned one of them to have an African-American name and the other one to have a white sounding name. They find that African-American sounding names receive 50% less callbacks. So one callback for every 10 job ad for a white sounding name and one for every 15 jobs that an African-American sounding name applied for. Now that also hold across occupations and equal opportunity employers did not treat African-Americans more favorably either because they recorded uh, the employers that mentioned in their ads their equal opportunity employers so they could actually go back and check that out. Um, they also did some other cool stuff. For example, they looked to see whether African-Americans get as much benefit from having a high quality resume as do white sounding uh, names or white candidates basically uh, did. And they figured out that's not the case, that the return to high quality is only for white candidates and not for African-Americans. The part of the results that really stood out though is the part that they're trying to argue that the results are economically significant, that there's this 50% less callback is actually important and meaningful. And to show that they had to benchmark that return to white name by comparing it to the returns to other resume characteristics. So they basically state that the return to a white name is equivalent to about eight additional years of experience. That really puts that 50% into perspective. Then they go through lots of other explanations that are consistent with the data and rule each of them out because any of those explanations are inconsistent with some of the results they find. For example, names may be signal of social class and not graced employers, but if that was the case, then African-Americans who lived in wealthier addresses should have received similar rate of callbacks uh, as whites, and, and that's not what we see. The gap even exists there. So they end the article by saying that, in fact, Emily and Greg are more employable than Lakeisha and Jamal in the labor market of Boston and Chicago. And um, they also warned the reader to think about few limitations of this study. For example, they weren't able to look at job offers. The outcome that they could look at was the callbacks, and that their results is not representative of the average African-American, but only those with distinct African-American names. Mm -hmm.